pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale never done before. 65% off this weekend only. Open Sunday. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. It is Monday, and uh, boy, what a terrible news over the course of the weekend. As many of you probably know, you had the horrible situation with the Christmas parade in Wisconsin. Wisconsin continues to be the the center of activity. But it's Monday. It is November 22nd. It is Thanksgiving week. And, um, and it's still unknown exactly what is behind that. Now, also, on top of that, you're having more fallout regarding the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, verdict, which came down. We brought it to you live on Friday. And I talk about this a little bit, but I find the actions of someone like Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline, who put out misinformation, a total lie, shouldn't be doing that, telling people that, in fact, that that the situation with Kyle Rittenhouse, he was chasing people down. He uh, was a peaceful protest. It was it was none of those things. And all they're doing is basically trying to inflame people. Now, on Friday, a lot of people were saying, oh, watch, they're going to burn down every major city. There, there was a protest in New York. There was, uh, there was some violence and some protest in Portland. But, folks, by and large, you know, I almost want to credit some of the protesters because it was more people like the president, the vice president, people like Congressman Cicilline, some of the others that were pushing this white supremacy and they're undermining the court system and almost, you know, egging people on, trying to get them to riot. But this this was um, at its core. You know what what happened here? You had a white teen and this whole thing of making a big deal about, you know, he crossed state lines and he crossed state lines as if that was you know, we drove 20 minutes. It's it's like going from Pawtucket to Attleboro. Well, maybe a little bit farther than that. But um, but it's they were making such a big deal about that. But the fact is, uh, over the course of the weekend, there, there were not a lot of protests. And, and I was asked about it. And I said, you know, if anything, it's you don't understand a lot of these protests that would happen in the summertime. It's warm out. It's summertime. Um, it's a lot different at night. It's warm. People are out. It's cold out. It was cold this past weekend. Uh, a lot of the protests, you know, there's it's kind of social for a lot of the people. A lot of people go because it's it's like a summer thing type of do and uh, a nighttime type thing. But the students locally anyway, because of Thanksgiving, a lot of the students locally went back home already for Thanksgiving. So, you know, the students locally that would protest. And as I've told many of you in the past, locally, they would pay a lot of the protesters. The summer of 2020, there were certain groups that were paying not everybody and no not george soros but different uh activist types groups that would pay some of them to organize not all of them but pay some of them to organize and you just don't have that type of situation so uh and in wisconsin the media almost seemed disappointed that there was no rioting but you go back to that this was uh from the outset wisconsin has very strong self-defense laws that certainly played to kyle rittenhouse and anyone that saw the first video that came out it showed that they were chasing him they were absolutely chasing him which also came into play folks this portion of the john DePietro show on this monday is brought to you by henry oil call them today 401-521-0200 reliable affordable fuel oil delivery residential commercial fuel oil delivery service contracts budget plans make henry oil your oil provider lock and cap pricing service contracts budget plans automatic delivery call henry oil today 401-521-0200 401-521-0200 and online at henryoil.com so tucker carlson does have the first interview with kyle rittenhouse already some of it that they've released he talks about he's not a racist uh, he even supports the blm movement this was a young kid now folks you can argue and i liked over the course of the weekend and i'll play some of the sound uh, as the show goes along but over the weekend there was someone good saying you know uh, anyone that that paid attention to this uh him going on the stand was very effective 
he was defending him this business of he shouldn't have been there and he was 17 and i don't know he crossed state lines that none of that he didn't cross state lines with a weapon and so what so what he went from illinois where his mother lives to wisconsin where the father lives so what well he needs to be convicted he crossed state lines i you know they were all carrying out these talking points in this business of white supremacy i would argue many of the democrats or certain people in the media they talk about president trump undermining democracy because challenging some of our you know our election results how about undermining our judicial system that's what cicilline's been doing undermining our judicial system uh white supremacy once again you know this is the way the court system works and people of color don't get a fair shake there was no person of color on trial there was no person of color that he shot uh th this was basically it was a riot he went to help out in uh what was becoming a riot they were lighting things on fire the crowd was they were not dispersed the police were pushing them down uh one element of the street where then they were writing fires they came face to face with some of the people that were trying to protect their businesses which they have a right to do which is protect businesses they have a right to protect businesses and um and therefore the people were doing nothing wrong with that and then that joseph rosenbaum started to chase rittenhouse he saw him earlier he said if i catch you alone i'm going to kill you kyle was separated from the person he was with this guy started chasing him and he wanted to take his gun from him and joseph rosenbaum there was something wrong with him he had just been released from uh, a mental hospital this guy had problems he had never been to a protest no one knew why he was there he was walking around saying bizarre things he started to chase rittenhouse and then after he shot rosenbaum the other people started chasing him they they could have called 911 they could have just been a good witness they started chasing him and then one of then he got kicked then someone hit him with a skateboard but for david cicilline to say he was chasing people at a peaceful protest you know that is so irresponsible he should be called out on it he's trying to inflame people to take action he's trying to incite trouble congressman david cicilline who was the mayor of providence for eight years has never commented on the riot that took place last june in the weekend before right after george floyd congressman david cicilline was at the rhode island state house with a black lives matter uh, mask on and shirt or sign or whatever it was he was right there and then he had nothing to say when they initially last june did a lot of damage and smashed all the back windows at the rhode island state house so for him and others to inflame this it's white supremacy this is once again this is what's wrong with our justice system it's all wrong they are looking to flame people up they they want you know more rioting uh right now people are more concerned about the price of gas uh they can't get christmas gifts uh it's it's not pleasant to travel right now those are the things that people are concerned about and businesses that can't find workers those are the things that people are concerned about folks as always visit our website uh dipetro.com we always have a lot posted don't forget dipetro.com which is brought to you by tavolo wine bar tuscan grill three locations providence smithfield and warwick authentic innovative to italian cuisine tavolo and online at tavolowinebar.com all right a lot more ahead on this monday you're listening to the john DePietro show it is a challenge trying to run your business today especially if you spend most of your time trying to find the right workers instead let mega professionals find them for you call them today 508-336-7801 right now are you spending a good amount of your time trying to find the right workers for your business, your company, call MEGA, MEGA Professionals today, 508-336-7801. If you need workers, drivers, certified help, part-time, full-time, weekend work, local, which is AKA sleep-at-home drivers, maybe it is drivers, class A, B, non-CDL, warehouse workers, mechanics, skilled labor office professionals even in the healthcare business you can depend on mega mega professionals call them today 508-336-7801 how much time are you spending trying to find the right workers for your business let mega professionals find them for you call them right now 508-336-7801 for mega professionals 
It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays. Sale includes diamonds, diamond engagement rings, diamond earrings, diamond wedding bands, diamond pendants, and bracelets. All at 65% off. All wedding bands, rope, Figaro, Miami Cuban, and puffed Gucci chains. Along with crosses and diamond crosses at 65% off. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off all week long. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers where Rhode Island gets engaged. It's fall. Very soon, the heating season will be here. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. J.K.L. Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. No gas, no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency infinity heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, it can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L., carrier factory authorized dealer, licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts for 55 years. J.K.L.'s reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. J.K.L., is an approved National Grid VPI installer. JKL is also a Navient certified factory dealer called JKL for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering today at 401-351-7600. They do it right. They do it right the first time. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. JKL, 401 401- Three five one seventy six hundred. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2 a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, Petro.com. It's time for our segment, Politics This Week. Joining me, he is the managing editor at AnchorRising.com. It is Justin Katz. Justin, I'd like to start off with uh, Friday, of course, was the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. And uh, some of the reactions locally, um, I, I think in, in many ways really disgraceful. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on it. I know you flagged uh, one candidate for mayor of Providence. We'll talk about that. But what really jumped out at me is Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline, who basically tweeted out bringing a gun to a peaceful protest, chasing people down. He is a former officer of the court. He was an attorney. He understands, or if, if he doesn't, he or his staff, who knows who really tweeted it, but um, they should understand the ramifications. There were facts of the case that were, you know, uh, laid out. And, and one, one fact that was not in dispute was that Kyle Rittenhouse was being chased by these individuals. So I know the, you know, the people that wanted him found guilty were trying to harp on how old he was and this whole business of crossing state lines that had nothing to do with it and the fact that he had a weapon. But for a sitting congressman to misrepresent in a volatile issue, um chasing people down peaceful protests they were it was night three there was 50 million dollars worth of damage done in uh, winosha and and uh, the first person that was shot and killed rosenbaum was was lighting fires um the, the where they were the police weren't even there because it was so volatile so i want to start off again we don't know talking points that went out we don't even know if it was him but it's his account but um really really i thought completely disgraceful because completely misrepresenting what happened well misrepresenting is a kind way of putting it i think john he he lied i mean whoever, yeah. whoever i mean it's it's a lie he, he says he chased them down it was oh. the opposite now even if you want to say as the prosecution attempted to do that he provoked them somehow by putting out their fires i i gather so they couldn't light a gas station on fire and cause even more damage and death um even if that was provoking literally he ran i mean and there's no way to miss it because there's i mean we had the the controversy how the jury wanted to see the high resolution video and all that stuff that yep. video was literally of kyle rittenhouse trying to run away from that first attacker right hurting him when he caught him and tried to grab his gun then he tried to run to the police lines and the others attacked him drop kicking him hitting him with a skateboard whatever you think of the outcome a kid with a gun whatever he was being chased and to say the opposite is an outright lie. It ought to it be is. disqualifying for, for a U.S. congressman. But I, and I, I'm really, really hoping 
that this whole episode has just been so revealing to people um, that it's almost like like in a movie where the villain says says his whole plan and, and everybody hears it because it's on a loudspeaker or something. And I, they, they all say, oh, you're the villain. We see now. I hope that's what's happening. I mean, it's just just the comments like that are just so outrageous and beyond what ought to be acceptable. And then you see uh, the state senator, Tierra Mack, radical, talking about how she has a high bar for white people. And this is now even higher because of this. And you have to fight racism or she doesn't have time for you. I mean, that's that is blankly racist and yes. there's no there's no way to go get around the the fact that that is a racist statement and yet everybody kind of ignores it i think for me and i wrote about this on anchorizing probably the most shocking one was was more mild in a way but it was on the official account of ri kids count which is a nonprofit that advocates for all Rhode Island children, they say, and they put out a, their big thing is a, a fact book every year for kid about kids in Rhode Island, how they're doing, what their, their health situation and education and so on. It's a useful exercise, but they tweeted out comparing um, Kyle Rittenhouse to uh, the boy in Ohio in 2014 who was shot uh, by police because he had a toy gun that looked real to them when they pulled up in a park. And comparing those and saying this is institutional racism and those things are nothing alike uh and it's just the the shocking nature the denial of reality of all this all of our institutions and politicians at this point seem to be pushing this anti-racist racism this garbage critical race theory uh and it's it's really divisive and destructive and can only lead to more harm and death, particularly among disadvantaged people. It's so irresponsible that you, you can only hope the public is, is starting to really see what they're doing and lying. I don't think a lot of these people even know the, the people Rittenhouse defended himself from were white. I think a lot of them That's still right. think they were black. In fact, the, one of the most common pictures you see is the, the black assailant who gave him a flying kick when he was on the ground. That yep. guy actually was not one of the people he shot. <laughs> so it's just, it's just so, it's so disgusting. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to understand how they, how they get away with it and why the, why even biased media isn't going after them. And Justin also, and again, folks, our segment is politics this week. Stay with Tiara Mack for a moment, or actually even include Cicilline, but all she keeps, it, it's almost becoming like a parody. Like all she keeps putting is white supremacy, even, you know, she, I think she even tweeted a white person shooting other white people is white supremacy. I, I don't even know what that means. And Cicilline, you know, no one will hold him accountable, but he never commented regarding the riot that happened in Providence Place Mall. In many ways, the city of Providence, still downtown, has not recovered from the riot. It frightened people. There are still businesses boarded up. Uh, you just get the sense of the, are they purposely trying to incite people? to riot but the the tierra mac who to me justin gets a complete free pass uh from the media or at least a lot of elements of the media i don't even know what that means if a white person shoots other white people that's white supremacy i i it just they they invoke it at every turn and i what, what are your thoughts on that well, it, what it really is starting to see, I mean, uh, somebody like Mac, I don't know, she might be so indoctrinated that she can't see past it. But there are more responsible people out there who are still pushing this stuff, like Cicilline, and or at least, I don't know about responsible, but more self-aware people, let's say. And I, it starts to feel almost like a like a sales pitch, right? I mean, like you, yeah. whatever the client says, you have to spin it and make it about how great your product is. I mean, that's really kind of what it is. You know, it's, oh yeah, no, this'll, this'll fix your teeth and cure your baldness. You know, oh, white people shooting white people is white supremacy. I mean, it's just, it's just a, just a lie to sell a product and that product is division. And I mean, I think that gets into some pretty deep uh, philosophical and political waters, but I think that's what they're doing is they're selling division for profit and for power and so yeah they 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 love to see more riots i think they would they that's what they want the more chaos there is the more people get shot the more noise they can make and more hits they get on on their social media and more probably in Cicilline's letters i think they they figured out that i was on their list so i've stopped getting his fundraising but uh, they're probably fundraising off it white supremacists are Republicans are killing people and getting away with it. You need to give me $20 so I can win my campaign. They're, they're just profiting off it. And it just adds to the disgustingness of it. And it's so obvious. Again, I, I don't know how ordinary people just aren't seeing it. And uh, Justin, just stay with Cicilline for a moment. He was even mentioned, the Boston Globe did a 
a story on Saturday and they did, you know, a lot of the reactions and President Biden commented and then later tweeted out that he was or a statement saying he was angry and saddened by it. The thing about um, this is the same group, especially Cicilline or the vice president. You know, we still have a lot of work to do. They talk about President Trump and January 6th and they were undermining democracy. Justin, I would argue that Cicilline, who, again, was an officer of the court, he was a high-profile uh, defense lawyer in Providence. Obviously, the father's reputation speaks for itself. He was the criminal defense attorney in this area in the 70s and 80s. But but I, I would argue they're undermining our judicial system by, the, by misleading people and putting out, like especially Congressman Cicilline, not everyone followed the trial, misleading facts, you know, saying that he, he uh, went to a peaceful protest, he chased them down almost like he was hunting them. Um, they, they are completely undermining our judicial system and firing people up where, you know, just to continue this narrative that person of color, you're not going to be treated fairly uh, in the in the justice system. You know, we've heard uh, MSNBC and people like that saying, oh, this is like in the 50s and Mississippi and Alabama, they were letting whites go for hurting blacks. That, that is not what the, as much as they would like it to be that, that that's not what this is. There was one white teen that shot three white guys and killed two of them. And all three of them were advancing on him. He had a, a jury in a court of law. The charges probably never should have been brought, but it is, uh, I, I'm even, I was really shocked on Friday that they were just com- continuing to, to light the match, almost seemingly trying to push uh, number one, undermine people's confidence in our justice system. And number two, almost seeming trying to egg on people that wanted to start trouble. Yeah, I mean, there aren't many op- many alternatives left. Either they're they're completely delusional, these people, Cicilline, Tegara, Mack, and all the rest. Either they're completely delusional or they're intentionally trying yes. to cause problems. There's just no, there aren't any in-betweens at this point. And if, if people want to see the danger of this, I think the other the other major case that's going to be decided soon and depending how it goes could cause riots uh, is the Arbery case where the yep. two, two white guys were trying to perform a citizen's arrest on a black guy who was jogging through the neighborhood and it ended up with them shooting him. Uh, that's another case where you can very easily see how this rhetoric comes into effect. What happened there was they, they were probably, they were probably not correct to be chasing him down. I don't know the facts too well, but if you watch the video, he tried to grab the gun and that's when they shot him, which it's, it's, that happens because we're in this crazy world where you're telling people they're going to be hunted down and shot and it causes people to react in a certain way, like reaching for a gun when two people have guns and that's a kind of a, because they, they're not correctly assessing reality. That is, that's what happened. And it happens on personal ways and ways that don't end up getting people killed. It is a deadly game that people yep. like Cicilline are playing. It's deadly and it's civilization destroying, but they don't, they don't care, which again, all I can think of, and, it, and the Rittenhouse case is just so obvious that there's, there's only those two options. Either they are completely deluded or they are trying to cause chaos and get people killed. Yeah, I would, I would say that because if he will never answer something like that, as someone that I, I mean, I've covered him for 20 years, if he was ever asked about those statements where he was putting out false information uh, it was not peaceful and and he wasn't chasing people down. He would just continue to his answer. If I were to like role play would say people have a right to protest. What's a 17 year old doing bringing the gun there? He would never answer that Kyle Rittenhouse was actually the one being chased down. And also this was listen, it was a full trial. It was a, a court of law. It's a very experienced judge. Um, it, it, and, and Wisconsin has very strong self-defense laws i mean there were people that were saying from the very outset if you knew and saw the video which everyone did of that he was the one being chased and wisconsin has strong self-defense laws it was it was a tough case from the get-go but it certainly doesn't help when you have a sitting congressman who as we know part of the leadership team of pelosi purposely putting out false information regarding that was certainly number one not peaceful and number two as you said we all saw the video right after that happened and it was highlighted in court he was the one being chased that's why the self-defense held up uh but if you have people like Cicilline that that put forth this narrative as if he went there to hunt people as you say that's when you you know you're actually inducing panic the next time something happens folks quick break 
A lot more politics this week with Justin Katz, managing editor, anchorising.com, right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, MEGA 508 336 2110. 508 336 2110 for MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Whether it's commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections, also Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery. Listen, you're trying to run your business. You need MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508 336 2110. Trailer pickup and delivery. 24-hour mobile service, ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, they can fix it. MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. You need it fixed. You need need it fixed in a hurry, and you need it fixed right. Call MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair today. Remember, free estimates, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, and if it's on a trailer... They can fix it. Mega Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays, 65% off all week long. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster for your driveway how do you know it's brother's disposal because it's a purple dumpster look for them on facebook and give them a call for an estimate 401-688-0517 get a dumpster in your driveway maybe you're cleaning out your basement your garage unwanted belongings maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out clean it out with brother's disposal they're also now offering weekly trash collection services call brother roland today at brother's disposal 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven. Whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings, call Brothers Disposal today. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Look for them on Facebook, Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway, 401-688-0517. Our segment is Politics This Week. With me is Justin Katz, Managing Editor for AnchorRising.com. Justin, let's talk about Governor McKee. Um, I mentioned I was a little surprised that they put out word he was going to be – he's basically out of state. We don't know where, but away on a a 12-day vacation. Uh, Let's start off with that. I noticed that Channel 10 caught up with Lieutenant Governor at some event. She started to try to answer, and then she – drew back Lieutenant Governor Matos and said, maybe I shouldn't be answering for him. And I'm sure word that went out, you know, limit her events. I didn't see any email that she had any events this weekend and they're trying to kind of keep her under wraps. But let's start off with number one. By the way, he is still tweeting or someone's using his Twitter feed. I saw he put out a couple different things, picture him at the White House with President Biden and so forth. But number one, the vacation. And then number two, let's dovetail into i i you know i just when i think i've kind of seen it all sometimes but um him deciding and word leaking out that his plan is to give these state workers they're all going to get three thousand dollars fifteen hundred per vaccine covid shot if you already received it you get it retroactively if you haven't received it then you you know once you get it then you get it um you'll get the money and and worse is the second check comes in July, which would be one month, uh, end of July, one month be- basically before the Democrat primary. So let's, um, I've set the table. Let's hear your thoughts on all this. Yeah, well, the, the vacation is in a way surprising. I mean, sure, you know, politicians ought to get vacations. It could be a stressful job. And if you're in there for 48 years, you, you got to get a break sometimes. But he's basically on a two-year sprint to actually win his term. Right now, yep. he's there, let's remember, because Gina Raimondo left the office and he just ascended to it. Uh, so he's in a two-year sprint. You'd think you would you know, capture your, your recreation here and there as you could while in the state just to stay on top of things. So it's, it's a little bit surprising. And I, you know, you, you kind of almost with this and the, and the various controversies he's embroiled in, you start to wonder if he even really wants the job in the long term, because it's just not the kind of thing you would do if, if you were. On the other hand, uh, they're not doing it well, as you just indicated, but they're 
there is a chance I could see a political play being made where let's have the Governor McKee leave the state and uh, that'll put Sabina Matos in charge for a bit. And that will, you know, muddy the water, the, the race politics waters for the primary election. You know, that'll Because they ran together as a ticket almost, uh, or they're, they're, they've been acting that way. And that's a big part of his primary strategy, obviously. And so that could be one opportunity if he leaves the state to put her in charge. Uh, I'm not seeing indication that they're, they're capitalizing on that, if that is their, their plan. But uh, I mean, Nellie Gorbea, the Secretary of State, who's running for governor uh, in the pri- Democrat primary, put out a poll that shows her right behind McKee, yes. uh, 20, 26 to 24 percent in the primary. If they have similar poll results in the McKee administration, that's something they might think to do. You know, you you leave the state, Sabina will be out in front, and that'll start to counteract some of Gorbea's attractiveness as a as a Latino woman running for. Um, for governor, uh, that could be part of their calculation. I don't know, um, but I think everything, everything else he's doing, as you say, with the three thousand dollars for union employees who got vaccinated, that's you know that's an indication of you know, just trying to buy votes and be elected. Uh, it so it does seem like everything he's doing is geared toward that. So uh, he's not he's again he's not doing it very well. He's doing it in a very ham-fisted way. But it's it's kind of just feels obvious. I mean, Bob Walsh, the leader of the NEA in Rhode Island, was on one of the shows and he was arguing that it's, it's if you supported paying people who lost their jobs because of COVID, you should support giving $3,000 to union members. I thought that just so perfectly summed up the attitude of the insiders in Rhode Island uh, all across the board. So if if you supported helping Rhode Islanders who were down on their luck and lost their jobs, that means you have to give people who didn't lose their jobs, often even though they had a, probably a lighter workload because their business places were shut down, you give them extra money just for what? For for being special and, and for equity with the people who who didn't lose all their money when they lost their jobs. It's just that attitude in this state is so pervasive. Um, but I, I think we're seeing the, the political reason for it. Well, and also let's just, and, and again, folks, we're speaking with Justin Katz. Our segment is politics this week. All right, a couple things. Number one, we have no reason to believe he's not running. Uh, the McKee people give all indication that he is going to run. So I, I wouldn't say it's a matter of maybe he doesn't want the job. He, he wants the job. He's raising money. Uh, there's also, we're going to talk about the poll that came out that shows him at 59%. So he's definitely running. And I also want to mention, we didn't see that it's not like she's in charge, like he's away and she's in charge. So he hasn't officially done that. There is a procedure to do that, say, if he was out of the country. But by all accounts, we haven't seen that she's holding any events that would put Lieutenant Governor in charge. But Justin, let's focus on that, where the, the governor of Massachusetts, Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker, 40,000 state workers, he is, has a mandate that they have to get the vaccine. Governor McKee has held back from having a mandate, and he would, was questioned about that over the past several months. Would there be a mandate for state workers? He held off on that. So he did have a public event where they offered $1 scratch tickets to the general public if you would get vaccinated while he, he was at the Dunkin' Donuts Center. Somewhere around 40, 45 people went and got the free $1 scratch to get vaccinated. What we're talking about is taking COVID money and giving $3,000. Now, they're starting off saying just 4,000 state workers, members of Council 94, but there's 15,000 state workers. Another union said, well, if they're getting it, we should get it. This is on the heels of the Providence teachers that all got $3,000 when they signed the new contract. So if Governor McKee follows through and every state worker gets $3,000 to get the vaccine, that will be $45 million in COVID money. And I come back to just in the general public is just being asked to go out. We keep being told that the vaccination rates in Rhode Island are very strong, very high, as a matter of fact. What message does this send to the general public that if you're just a regular business owner, taxpayer, you're expected to go out and get the vaccine? However, if you're a state worker and you're in the union, we're going to give you $3,000 to do it. I, I see no other rational explanation other than Governor McKee is trying to buy votes. 
Well, I think that's his motivation. I, uh, I mean, the rational explanation is this, this is just how it works in Rhode Island. I mean, the, the unions are the biggest special interests and everything in Rhode Island is geared toward the special interests. So you pour a bunch of money, the federal government pours a bunch of borrowed money from the future yep. into local government, state and local governments. They don't know what to do with it because they, they don't do what they don't have real plans to improve lives, fix roads. They have an improve education or anything like that. They have plans how their whole system is geared toward giving money to special interests. And that's, so that's what this is. So we, I had an article on Anchor Rising about Woonsocket. You know, they're, they're buying $53,000 of special chairs for the city council. They just don't know what to do with this money. And that's part right. of it. So, so this money flows into state government and the unions come forward and say, hey, we want some of that. How about just giving us 3000 bucks each? Okay, that makes sense. It's only you know, $45, $100 million out of these billions we're getting. That's your part of this, this take. I mean, that's just, that's just the operation. And, but, but that's part of what makes it so clear clear it's it's a vote buying scheme on their part so you know yeah he'll he'll mandate vaccines for healthcare workers who often cnas and such don't make a ton of money and they lose their jobs they've been following for him for months now trying to ask him why he caused them to lose their jobs that he'll do but then he'll turn around and, and give give thousands of dollars to to union union members who never were in danger of losing their jobs and probably had an easier time of it during COVID. I mean, yeah. it's, it's just the way, it's just the way it's done here. And it, it's, it's just disgusting. It's another issue, I guess, where it's just so obvious. I, I, it blows my mind that more people aren't outraged by it. Well, it did just leak out. Um, it hasn't been official yet. It's scheduled, I believe to be ratified December 2nd. There's another element, two other things about this during the course of the pandemic, governor Mundo never laid off. A lot of the, the private sector, people were doing furlough days. There were people being laid off. Uh, things were shutting down. They just, that the state workers never skipped a beat. I think this is another level, though, where it's seemingly everybody's in on this, like Insiders Club for, for 3,000. And Justin, before we go to the break, how about the fact that Council 94 and even the director of administration said, uh, for the McKee people said, well, the, the contract, and I, I can't understand this in any, I, I mean, I do understand it, but it's wrong. It should be changed. We can't discuss the contract until it's ratified. You know, as we've talked about in the past, you wouldn't go and buy a car if they said, we can't tell you the price until after you sign off on it. You wouldn't buy a house if they said, well, how much is the house? Well, you'll know after you sign off on it on the closing. This is so insulting to the taxpayers that they, they won't let the general public know what are the terms of the new contract until it's been ratified and it's already a new contract and nothing can be done about it? Yeah, I mean that's the imbalance, and it's an indi indication from the from the local school committee level up to the governor. the The negotiations in Rhode Island are really, really the union running both sides of the table, and so that's why they, they the only people who need to know are the union members who get to vote on the contract. The public does not. That's because the politicians are actually working for the union members, not for the general public. Folks, quick break. A lot more politics this week right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA Logistics, M-E-G-A. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300, MEGA Logistics. Everything you need to run your business efficiently. Whether you have freight, freight, goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight, supply chain management, routing, or maybe it's bill auditing, customer developing, a proven track record with Fortune 500 companies, you can depend on MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. You have enough, enough challenges trying to run your business. Let MEGA Logistics help you do that. Call them today, 401-431-2300, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Again, if you have freight, freight, goods, warehousing, transportation, third-party brokerage, you can depend on MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300, 401-431-2300 for MEGA Logistics. Our segment is Politics This Week. With me is Justin Katz, Managing Editor, AnchorRising.com. Justin, uh, two things about Governor McKean. Now, number one, I believe I saw niece, uh, Ted Nisi's notes that his people are planning, a, uh, I think in January, he's going to officially announce his kickoff of governor. They're claiming they're going to do a one-day fundraiser 
and they expect to bring in $300,000 that one day. Now, that's how much you normally bring in in a quarter, but obviously trying to do a statement. There was a, um, uh, a poll that came out, Morning Console poll that came out last week, and they do all the governors. Now, the thing about it is, it's my understanding is this polling was done July through early part of November. And had Governor, Governor Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee, I believe, at, yeah, 59%. Do you think that's an accurate poll of where he really is right now? <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's hard to say. I remember the same poll I always had Gina Raimondo way down at the bottom, yes. um, which, was, which I think was more accurate than this. But if you look at the results, it's, it's interesting that New England governors, Republican and Democrat, are, are in the top. I think there's no one less than 13 or, or 15, rather. The governor of Maine, a Democrat, is 15th or something on a poll. McKee's 13th total. Uh, the top four, three of them are, are New England Republicans. Uh, so it looks to me like, to the it, at least to the methodology of this poll, New Englanders tend to express approval of their chief executives. And uh, part of it may be that you don't get a lot of news against them. Uh, as long as they're towing enough of the progressive line. So the news media isn't, um, isn't really pushing a lot of the, the stories and a lot of the people aren't, aren't paying attention. And I wonder that with McKee. So most of the, most of, most Rhode Islanders probably don't even know about his various controversies. They haven't been huge scandals. They're all kind of inside politics stuff. Um, but it just has, I don't know that that's filtered out to people and colored their sense of the job he's doing. Uh, they may, it may be an indication that they just prefer him to Raimondo in general. Um, but the, the problem is that that's the general public and McKee's challenge is the primary, whereas, as we mentioned already, uh, he's neck and neck, according to Gorbea's internal polling. So uh, I, I don't believe he's that popular, but to the extent that he is, it's, I think it's just general public ignorance of the job he's doing and the fact that New Englanders tend to like their, their governors. But there is a good message for him, even in going to the primary, in the fact that three, the three Republican governors in New England are the, in the top four in the country, I think New Englanders are still have a bit of a common sense angle that they like at least to, to think their governor has. And so I think avoiding the progressive nut cases uh, and too much controversy would be wise on his part to mirror more the uh, governors of Vermont, New Hampshire and Massachusetts. I'm going to I'm going to disagree simply because the Raimondo poll showed at one point she was at 36 percent least popular governor. So I don't know if New Englanders have a special uh, affiliation uh, 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 to the governors. Justin, I, I think, and we don't know until the next one, I think it has to do with when the poll was conducted. Because uh, this past fall, between starting in, in August when he had the problems with Tony Silva, then the problems with the contract, plus all the unrest with the, the, uh, the vaccine mandate with the frontline workers, and then also just people unhappy with Biden, Biden's poll numbers prior to Afghanistan were actually pretty positive. I, I'm, I fall in the category. I think the polling on this was done uh, earlier back in July when things were still a little rosy. I, I'm anxious to see what the next poll numbers are. I mean, you're not wrong. Charlie Baker comes in at 72 percent. I just don't think McKee is I don't see how someone, you know, President Biden's polling numbers are so low, 42 percent. I'm not sure where they are in Rhode Island, but I would tend to think that his polling numbers are going to mirror more where Biden is. And um and, and there's no way Biden is, is close to 60%. What do you make of the, the Gorbea poll? That's another one that it's, it's her internals. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how they're polling it or how they're doing it. I don't believe right now if you did a – I just don't think she has that kind of name recognition. Granted, we don't know exactly where they're doing it. I think it's interesting that they wanted to let out that, they, that she feels that she's like number two in the race. But – I, I just wonder how credible her polling numbers are. Well, the, yeah, the, I mean, are, should always be suspect. And I, I think you make good points on, on the morning console poll. I mean, it is, it was, if, to the extent that the, the polling was early summer, a lot of people felt kind of like we, we were getting out of COVID at that point. So there's a lot of positive attitude. And we should remember Ned Lamont is now above yes. McKee in the top 15. And he was down there with Gina 
uh, once upon a time. So I, I think it is context dependent. The next one will be interesting. But the, the Gorbea's internal polling, I think, is you always are suspect of these things. Uh, Magaziner is by far the highest um has the most money of all of them. And so you would think he wouldn't be 17% while the other two are in the, in the round 25. That, so that, that is kind of surprising. I, I think you ought to bring a lot of skepticism to it, but yeah. it is an indication and it does, it does make you wonder. There's at least part of an electorate. Um, I mean, one of the reasons you don't trust internal polls is they only release the good results. Right. right. So, I mean, often, often they're, they're legitimately conducted polls, at least among the voters they are concerned about. But you only, when you get a bad one, you don't, you don't necessarily go out and say, hey, media, guess what? I'm in last place. You know, so that's part, the selection bias is a big part of that. But it does, if that, to the extent that that's the usual way they're biased, it does, when you do get a good result, it indicates something, um, which is why I, I kind of wondered, you know, if McKee wants to, might start playing up the, the lieutenant governor, um, because there may be a sec- sector of the electorate in the primary that Norgorbea captured here correctly, uh, and that, that he'll need to address. He definitely has played her far more up than, I mean, Ramundo would never give him the time of day. I think we're starting to see why a little bit. I think this is <laughs> Some of his actions are, uh, are are pretty slippery. And before we go to the break, Justin Katz, I'm, I'm also curious your thought, and this is a little inside for you and I, but Connecticut had kind of a kids contest for governor. And lo and behold, wouldn't you know, Justin, it was a boy that was selected as uh, the, ch- the kid governor in Connecticut. And the reason why, folks, that would be significant is because for almost eight years, but six years, Governor Gina Raimondo would have governor for the day contest. And it was girls only. And uh, you really didn't hear any type of outcry from from the media about that, Justin. Yeah, well, obviously, what's what's increased Ned Lamont's poll numbers is that he's joined the patriarchy and now is only allowing boys to win the governor for a day. But yeah, it was kind of you'd think it wouldn't just be us. You know, this is it's kind of a humorous story that poke some fun at politicians. You'd think that this would be something mentioned more frequently. Uh, you know, Raimondo was a sexist who only had girls allowed to run for her governor for a day contest. And right next door, we see somebody at least as progressive, Ned Lamont, uh, actually letting a boy win. So it's it, it can be done, boys. You can win a contest. Maybe not in Rhode Island, but somewhere. Folks, um, a lot more politics this week with Justin Katz. Managing editor at AnchorRising.com, right here on the John DePietro Show. Fall is here. It's going to start to get colder. Folks, call R.E. Coogan and Heating today at 401-732-6562. R.E. Coogan and Heating, 24-hour emergency service, whether it's plumbing or heating and cooling. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. As Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Call them today, 401 401- 732-6562. You can also find them on Facebook and the website recooganheating.com. They're helpful, trustworthy, reliable residential services. From winter to summer, trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. Service calls, maintenance agreements, call RE Coogan and Heating today. 401-732-6562. It's Coogie, 401 401- 732-6562. Again, look for them on Facebook and then the website, recooganheating.com. Call now. Keep your home nice and warm. Gas, oil burners, 24-hour emergency service, R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once in a lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays, 65% off all week long. One year interest free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. J. Perry Paving always provides high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. Over 20 years' experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating, patios, general masonry projects. Give them a call today, free estimate, 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730, letter J, J. Perry Paving. A licensed and insured contracting company 
hey, they'll meet their clients' needs, no matter how big or how small, whether it's a brand new paving project or maybe just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. Reach out to J. Perry Paving. Get a free quote. And remember, no one's better for veterans, two veterans, than J. Perry Paving. If you are a veteran or related to one, have them give them a call. They may do their driveway for them. 401-732-1730. Find them on Facebook, and then the website is letter J, jperrypaving.com. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Now, while you're there, uh, there's a lot of exclusive stories. Folks, we cover stories the rest of the media ignores. It's real news, whether it's video that we're out at a crime or a protest or various things that are happening, plus other exclusive stories that we break log on at the website that's also the best way to reach me by the way if you'd like to get in touch with me just scroll down a little bit you'll see a a button that says contact john you can also support the program you you can also get some great merchandise in the shop right there at dipetro.com and it's all our links to social media whether it's facebook so you can watch facebook live or also twitter or youtube or instagram so take a minute, and then also we have some great sponsors there as well. It is a happening. Check it each day. It's depetro.com. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident? Someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen, whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender banner, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best. And if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired, 401 272 3340. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you've questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you can receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional, and she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once in a lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays, 65% off all week long. One year interest free financing. Anthony's Jewelers, where Rhode Island gets engaged. 